No my hide my. You're listening to an Eyes Down More Centre podcast. The Eyes Down More Centre is a national centre for hearing and balance research. Here, we present the Fakarongo Mai podcast series, a series where we share Aotearoa's latest Māori hearing and balance research. Kia ora, ko Ngāti Parote Iwi ko Alejandra Toku Engoa, EMC's Māori research coordinator and a kaupapa Māori researcher in the audiology space. I tēnei wiki, I have a kōrero with the amazing Nina Scott and Cindy Dargaville to talk about their latest project in Waikato with audiologist Emily Hunter and how they will make an impact with their communities. So, stay tuned and whakarongo mai. Listen with not only your taringa, but also your hiningaro, your wairua, and your ngako. Kia ora Nina and Cindy, thanks for joining this podcast kōrua. Kia ora, kia ora. Kei te pia hau koe. Kei Busy day for you? Yeah. Yeah, always. Always. Again, thanks for taking the time out of your day to be part of this. I know a little bit about your whakapapa and what you do, but to rejog my memory and for our listeners who would like to get to know more about you, could you please tell us about yourselves? Ko wai koe. Go, Cindy. He uria hau no Ngāti Manipoto no Te Rarawa hoki, but I grew up in the timber town of Tokoroa and I currently live in Hauraki. Um, For my mahi, I am uh, currently the operations manager for the Māori Equity Strategy and Research Directorate that has been newly set up. And prior to that, I worked as a strategy and research analyst for Te Puna Oranga. Kia ora, Cindy. Um, ko Waihau, ko Nina Scott, tōku ingoa, ko Ngāti Whātua Ngāpuhimi Waikato Ngā Iwi. Um, I'm also, I was also brought up in Tokoroa, but I didn't know Cindy back then. Um, and then I was also spent part of my life growing up in Te Tau Tokoroa. And my mahi, I'm a public health doctor and I am the director of the Māori Equity Strategy and Research Directorate with Cindy. Very, very cool. Um, and to get to where you are now, for those that are interested in a similar career, I guess what were the reasons behind why you chose that particular mahi? Um, well, for me, I it was purely about changing the system and... I just thought being a doctor and then once I was a doctor, doing public health medicine was a way of changing the system, making it more responsive, less racist, more fair and to actually improve health. Modi order. I guess for me, I worked, started doing the grassroots youth work, hands-on stuff and working in Kaupapa Māori services and then um, I found my special place working again within the system and working to change the system because I think we have um, greater opportunities here to make a difference for Māori. So um, Nina and I work really hard to work with the system to change it for the better for Māori to improve health outcomes. Mm -hmm. And for you, was it quite straightforward to get to where you are now or did, did it? Did you hit a lot of bumps? Because I know for me, those bumps even started at high school about choosing the wrong subjects or not feeling 
feeling within within the system I felt quite out of place did you hit any of those bumps and how did you overcome them Mimi here yeah it's it's all been bumpy it's just constant bumps first of all I was told that I couldn't be a doctor I wanted to be a psychiatrist and I was told I couldn't be because I couldn't be a doctor I don't know why they thought I couldn't be a doctor but um it's just these just constant bumps it's a bump a day I reckon but when you've got a goal, you know, it's just pushing pushing on through, really. Mm. Definitely. And if it's for the yeah. good of our people, you just keep going forward, yeah. Yeah. I also think it takes a lot of strength to work within a system that doesn't um, respond well to Māori. So if you are a Māori working within a health system, you're a different kind of person who you are able to adapt and you have to be resilient. Otherwise, you you can't function and you can't do do good for our people. Definitely. You have to have a lot of resilience in yeah. this space, yeah. So my love for Kaupapa Māori research is expanding by the day and you're also doing Kaupapa Māori research as part of your mahi and studies. You recently received some funding from the Eisdown Moore Centre for a Kaupapa Māori research project. Could you explain more about that rangaho, the purpose behind your rangaho, who else might be involved, and anything else you might like to add to that as well? Sure. Um, the research came to us via Nina. Nina gets asked for lots of support by lots of different people. <laughs> And the audiology service were wanting to had had identified a gap, an equity gap in their service in terms of um, Māori whānau and their babies having poor access to their service and and their early intervention service. And so they asked for our support. And we normally, with anything we do, we uh, encourage services to hear the whānau voice so we I gave them some advice about how they could um, develop up the research and then they asked if I would lead the research and that's how I got involved because I was actually wanting to do my master's thesis anyway. That sounds really really awesome. Um, Within that role how do you think you can be supported? Um, well, I think I am supported because I have Nina, one of the clinical supervisors and has a whole wealth of experience in um, Kaupapa Māori research and she can tell you a bit more about that. But I also have Bridget Masters Awatere and she is from the University of Waikato and her and Nina have actually worked on um, some kaupapa Māori research as well. So I feel like as well as the audiology service wanting this research to go well for Māori and to um, improve their services for Māori, I've got the support of both Nina and Bridget as well as um, the service that we work within and the funding you know, it's not often you actually have funding to go out and provide, um, uh, give back to the whānau who are giving up their time and they're um, sharing their experiences. So it's really uh, wonderful to be able to um, ask for their advice and guidance and then 
um, give them something back as a in, in response to that. Karawe. Nina, did you want to talk about your um, the hip picking and why order? Um, which will be kind of helping. It's just one of the approaches that we're using in the research that we're using a lot of our research, and it's a Māori implementation science framework, mm-hmm. which and it's Kaupapa Māori centred. And it helps ensure that research findings are translated into tangible gains. So our intent with this audiology research is that when Cindy is um, asking Fano how to improve the service, that we actually take what Fano say and improve the service as a result. So I think a lot of research ends end up sitting on a bookshelf, not implemented, because implementation is it's quite tricky and it's quite complicated to how to, you know, you need to find money, you need to find people who can do do the service adjustments that you need. So the HPW framework is it's a very logical step-by-step guide on how it how to um, make things happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we intend to change the service as a result of this research. Otherwise we wouldn't we wouldn't be interested in doing things just we see research as a tool, not an end to itself. And that's part of that Cope Up and Mighty philosophy is to, mm-hmm. you know, ha- use the research as a way of changing the system to get better Māori health gain. Aye. Well, this will lead on to my next question. Research hasn't always been positive for Māori and a majority has been research that has been on Māori rather than with Māori. And it feels like the framework you are talking about, at least there will be some action from what Farno will say. So how else will your project go against the status quo of research? Hmm. I think, you know, I think you're right that in the past research has been done on Māori to benefit the researchers, mm-hmm. right? And but there are protections in place nowadays. I'm not saying it doesn't happen because it still does happen. But, um, and, you know, there's um, mechanisms in place. And a lot of Māori researchers are quite stretched because we are trying to make research safe. So we're on a lot of research review committees and ethics committees and we're constantly reviewing non-Māori research and giving advice to make it safe. Um, and it, and on the next part, we're kind of trying to strengthen research that improves Māori health gain and then doing our own kaupapa Māori research, which is all about focusing on Māori um, workforce development, getting our junior researchers through and into leadership roles, making sure that... Māori participants are participating firstly in safe research where they have informed consent and, you know, where there's manaki tanga and people are looked after. Um, and that, the research that actually leads to developing solutions that improves um, improves the way things are done and co-design with whānau and also contributes to Māori development and to use of te reo and tikanga in, um, in our institutions and supporting Māori institutions to, to grow. and Definitely. You know, we have a right under the United Nations Declaration of Independence to develop our own solutions and to lo- deliver them through our own institutions. 
and that's really not happening out there very much. Aye. But we we are obligated to kind of try and push that constantly. Mm-hmm. We also have at Waikato DHB a new structure, an equity governance group, which um, our our team is part of, which allows us to influence at a uh, at a higher level than we would normally be able to, and it's the collaboration of the three parts of the the system working together to improve equity. And so because of that, that allows any action that um, the three directorates who are involved in it uh, are wanting, it becomes enabled by the equity directors, uh, the directors who are on this equity governance group, which has only just been established um, at the end of last year and the beginning of this year. So we actually feel like there's some power now in in the work that we're doing across the system because they've decided to work together with us. Yeah, equity is all about power, really. Right, and it's shifting that power to Indigenous knowledge systems. Yes, so uh, I know we're wrapped for time. If you have one main point to share with our audience today, our listeners, about rangaho or any research that you do, whether it be for the ears, hearing, your hearts, our roro, what would it be and why is that important? You go, Sunday. You go, Nina. Oh, <laughs> You're both <well>. too kind. <laughs> I just think for organisations out there, um, you know, we have a long way to go and I think one thing that you can do and that you should be doing anyway is just to partner with Māori at multiple levels mm-hmm. and and focus all of your efforts on improving your services for Māori. Um, and that, that's, a, that's a good good start. And share power mm-hmm. and resources. Yeah, I mean, ours, yeah. our research is about um, the whānau voice, but it's in particular it's those whānau that, that aren't accessing the services, that aren't utilising um, the services as everybody else's. And that's the voice and information and experience we want to hear from so that we can improve it for their, for them and their whānau. So um, it doesn't have to be hard. You just have to decide to do it. Yeah, um, and I know you're very, very busy wahine, um, but for those who might like to get in contact with you, I guess about your mahi or the rangaho, someone may be interested in being a research partner with you, how can they get in contact with you? Um, the, so I just think for some guidance, they can go to the www.hpwcommunity.com for he picking a way order framework. Right. Or you can, you can just Google he picking a way order, but um, you can also go to the website, but then um, email Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> Nina's already stretched. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your time and sharing your brilliant mind. It's always a pleasure having a corridor with you both. Um, I wish you all the best for your rangaho as well as your mahi. So I'll leave you as well as our listeners with a whakatauki, one that I think is very fitting for today's podcast. Matini mama no karapatefai. Many hands make light work, unity is strength. Or another kapu, by many, by thousands, the work of the project will be accomplished. And I think with your team, Nina, Cindy, as well as Emily, many great things will come out of this rangaho. Nga mihi nui tuakana. Enjoy the rest of your day. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora.
Thanks for listening. Join us this time next week for another Whakarongo Mai podcast, a series where we share Aotearoa's latest Māori hearing and balance research. Mā te wā.